four secret ways to make anyone chase you. Now, I'm sure you have wondered over the years, how come that some women are constantly getting the attention and you are not, right? Like, what is happening? You know, how come that men are just like lining up, you know, wherever they are, and for you, you look at your screen of your phone and it's crickets, right? Like, how come that you have to put in all the effort, call, think about ideas, put in all the investment, right? Like make all the planning. And for other women, it just falls into their lap. Today, we will be talking about that. Now, of course, that also has occurred to many of my successful clients who have attracted the right man for them who are still chasing them. So let's go ahead and dive right into the four secret ways to make anyone chase you. Number four is women who are being chased know how to leave a quote-unquote cliffhanger. Now, when you look into commercials and a cliffhanger is being used, right, because you are, let's say, watch your favorite soap opera, maybe you watch, you know, um, One Tree Hill or, you know, California, um, OC California, whatever it is, right? Um like just before, you know, like the bachelor of head, right? Like just before they give you the answer, they release the tension, they say, who is the bachelor? What happens? We'll be back right after this little commercial break. That's right. So how can you create a sort of little commercial break, that little tension when you are on a date, right? And how you're going to do that is when you feel, wow, this is going so amazing. Like we are just sharing the best things right now, right? We're sharing our secrets with each other or we just have like the best time. We totally get each other's jokes, right? Or maybe we just like discovered that we have like some similarities that we didn't expect. That's when you want to say, Oh my gosh, like, thank you so much. Like, this was such an amazing date. I really appreciate it. I can't wait for the next one. Like, I'm going to go now and, uh, you know, get ready for tomorrow for work, right? That's what you want to do. You want to leave at the highest. And that, of course, takes some practice. And what it really takes is, like, that you don't want to close the loop, like at the date, you always want to kind of leave that loop a little open, right? Because there's this part inside of our brain that wants to close the loop, that wants to predict. So when you don't close that loop, that man will continue to chase you because he is trained to close that loop. Number three is the river versus the swamp analogy. So you want to have a river, right? You want to be the river. The river, by the way, this comes from my friend, Alicia. And the river is really all about like, you have your life going on. You have your friends, you have your life, you're growing, you have your hobbies, right? You have your cocktail night out with your girlfriends. Like you have a full life, right? The, the river is like flowing, there's energy, there's momentum, there's life force, right? There's everything is happening versus being a swamp. A swamp is like saying, you know what? Like I want to attract a man into my life who has things going on in his life, right? Like I want to have a man who invests into himself, um, who brings the party to me, 
right? That's like a swamp because the swamp is like, I'm not really, you know what I mean? What What's the newest book you've read? I don't know. I haven't read in a long time, right? And if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, oftentimes how you can end up in a swamp, especially when you're a highly achieved woman, is you just work every day, six days a week, 80 hours a week, right? And it's just a swamp, right? Because you have no room to do anything else. You have no room to read a new book. You have no room to make new friends. You have new, no room to like get into some new hobbies, anything like that, right? It's just same old, same old. And you could say, but actually, I'm going to get accomplished more. Yeah, but it's just automatic pilot. So it's like totally emotionally disconnected. You know what I mean? You become more and more of a robot and you don't even recognize it, right? So one thing how my a client put it is very successful doctor and she didn't even realize anymore how the colors of the leaves were changing in her backyard because she's just so busy, right? Like that she just blurs that out and she just focuses on work. And so that's how you become a swamp when you blur like your reality out, right? When you're no longer aware of like, oh, there was this incredible man just walking down the street, right? Oh, I have a new neighbor, right? Oh, uh, today, you know what I mean? Um, This restaurant, whatever, you know, has a new thing on the menu or whatever it is. So just like little things like that, right? That keep you like sort of that river energy, something new, something exciting, something innovative, something fresh. You want to keep it fresh, right? Number two is visualize attention. Now, what I see with those really successful women that come to me all the time is there's an unconscious expectation that they don't get the attention, that the men are not chasing after them, that they already have to think about how they have to jump through the next hoop, how they have to turn themselves into a pretzel, how they have to bend over backwards. And I'm like, have you ever visualized men approaching you? Have you ever visualized like a magnet, let's say in your heart or in your throat or wherever, you know, area and like you're just, the men are just drawn to it and they just come to you, they wink at you, they ask you, you know, oh, do you, like what's the time, you know, or they ask, right, like they approach you, oh, I'm new to this town or, you know what I mean? Like just for all kinds of reasons, I try to find reasons, oh, I really love your purse, making you compliments. Are you visualizing that on a regular basis, right? You know, maybe someone say, hey, you know, I have like a flower left over here. I want to give you this flower. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever it is, I just want to do like something kind for you, right? Oh, here's that last parking spot. I leave that for you, right? Like I'm going to wave you in. You know how it is when you get into a crowded parking lot and you're just circling and circling and you rely on somebody nice who sees you circling. It's like, I'm going to be over there. Do you know that one that I'm talking about? I've got to be that one, like the one, the second one on the right, right? Like just come, come on and follow me, right? And the other cars don't know that. You know, so are you visualizing that, right? Because when you're not visualizing that, then you're just getting ready for the worst case scenario. And guess what? God says, well, your wish is my command, right? You're getting ready for the worst case scenario. So the worst case scenario is another disappointment. The worst case scenario is another man ghosting. The worst case scenario is that you investing anything again. And again, he's not giving you a commitment. He's not asking you to be his girlfriend. He's not introducing you as his girlfriend, right? He's not asking you for any long-term commitment. So visualize attention. 
And lastly, and this is actually easy slash uh, tough to integrate, is emotional range. So what a lot of women, especially when they're really highly accomplished, they have a very limited range of emotions. Again, it's because they're really focused, they've made their career their boyfriend, right? They use actually their work as a crutch, you know, to get away from their emotions. So they're actually minimizing their emotional range even more than they already have. Now, the reason why you could have limited emotional range is because you were potentially shamed or belittled or even punished as a little girl when you were sad. For example, your mom or your dad was saying, Oh, if you don't stop crying, I'll give you something to cry about. Or like maybe you were angry and you couldn't because your dad was so angry. And if you were angry and he was angry, you didn't know if you would survive. So you had to actually suppress your anger and then tell yourself, I'm never going to be like my dad, right? That's what diminishes emotional range. You just don't feel safe to express that emotion. What you want to do instead is you want to be able to step into your sadness, to step into your anger, to step into your happiness, to step into your confusion. Like, I don't know. I have no clue. You know, into your silliness, into your outrageousness, into your goofiness, right? Like all your range and overcome this fear for not fitting in, right? So the reason why we're not stepping into the full range, we're like, wait a minute, it's not fully appropriate here. It's not fully accepted here, right? Like, no. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? I want you to be you because then you leave that impression, that imprint, that tattoo on a man's heart. Now, when I say leaving a tattoo on a man's heart, what I mean is he will continue to think about you. He will remember you, right? He's like, wow, I just really remember how alive this woman made me feel or how different I was feeling. Now, so many women who come to me have tried online dating, therapy, books, videos, matchmaking to get the love they want. But you know what? Nothing seems to work for them. So if that's you, then take our free love quiz to get the man and the relationship you want. Hop on over to mymquiz.com or simply click that link below. Lots of love to you, ladies. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.